Wake up, Elvis Army! This is the eighth episode of Daily Dose of Vitamin E, brought to you live from Italy by Gaia, aka Pocketful of Elvis. Little note before we begin. Since I've been missing in action for so long, I came to a conclusion that I'm going to publish things until we get to the 10th episode, then I'm going to close the season and start with the second one. Also, I'm sorry, but I don't have my headphones with me, so the sound will be kinda... eh. Other than that, I hope you all had a nice summer so far, and with all this COVID-19 thing, I hope you managed to keep safe and sound. Today, we are gonna review one of my birthday presents. Let's be friends. It's an album by Elvis, obviously, published in 1970 by RCA. It contains nine wonderful songs, including... Stay with I honestly love this album because first, the cover is yellow. Second, his voice is so mature that you can clearly tell that he grew up since his first one. I remember that during this winter I've been listening to this album along with Almost in love. non-stop, especially under the shower. One of the other reasons why I love this late 60s music is because most of the songs are featured in five of my favorite Elvis movies. At the end of this list, I will give you my opinion on the virtual Elvis week. Stay tuned! Let's begin! One. Jump down, spin around, let's have a party. Look who's back. Stay away, Joe. Choctaw, Chickasha, gonna drink a hearty. Welcome back. Stay away, Joe. Stay away, Joe. They call me Stay away, Joe. Oh, yeah. But if you need me, call me a hoop and a holler and I'll be there. Ho! It was written by Ben Wiesman and Sid Wayne, recorded by Elvis on October 1st, 1967, for the movie with the same name. Most people hate or dislike this song, but honestly, I love it. There are actually two versions. One recorded in studio, the other instead is the one recorded for the movie. You can tell by the way he says hoop in one and hoop in a second. The one in the movie is more improvised, while the one in the actual recording sounds more like a prepared one. In the movie, he also throws a chicken in the air, but um, let's move on. Two. If I'm a fool for loving you, and that's just what I want to be. They're saying I am just your clown, and any fool could see that you're just having fun, and you're not. This song was written by Stan Kessler and recorded by Elvis on February 20th, 1969. I sadly don't have any further information about the origin of the song, yet I know that it's absolutely beautiful. Quite sad, I have to say, but extremely passionate and lovely. Three. Don't be afraid, you and I were made the same. And I know what it's like when you feel left out of the game, little one. But if you take this helping hand, 
that I lived Then we can smile together Let's be friends This is the song that names the album Album <laughs> It was written by Chris Arnold, David Martin and Jeff Morrow It was recorded on March 5th, 1969 It had to be featured in but for some reason it was omitted. I think it would have suited perfectly the scene where Elvis tries to calm Amanda down after making her mad. Also, I love this song because it says little one and that really makes me feel like he's talking to me directly. Ah, what a baby. Four. If you let the stars keep telling you who to love and not to love, you may never find contentment for your heart. You could go and love forever, and darling, that means. It was written by A.L. Owens and recorded by Elvis on October 15, 1968. It had to be featured in a movie, but it wasn't. And honestly, I'm so glad they decided to leave it. It's a movie that doesn't have any song besides the opening one, which makes it a real movie and not just a random musical role like all the others. Nevertheless, it's a very romantic song. I would have him sing it to me. Five. An angel sent from above is mama, mama, and everyone fell. It was written by Charles O'Curran and Dudley Brooks. It was recorded on March 28, 1962 and was featured in the movie. In the movie, Elvis doesn't sing this song, but the amigos do it. I really like it. It has an Italian Spanish style and it really suits his voice during the early 60s period because <laughs> We all know that the man had two glow-ups. One in 58 when he went to the army, leaving his old rockabilly voice behind. And one in 67 after his wedding, when his voice turned into a deep mellow one. Anyway, now let's flip the vinyl and see what's on side B. One. Don't you worry 
This song was written by Bobby Darin and first released by him in 1960. Then Elvis took it nine years later and recorded it on January 23rd. This song makes me burst into tears every time I hear it. It's not really sad, don't get me wrong. It just gets me so emotional. I used to think before hearing it that it was the original version of the one by the Jackson 5. Search it up on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about. Two. We almost shared a dream. We almost made it as a team. How nice it would have been. This song was written by Ben Wiseman and Buddy Kay. It was recorded on October 23rd in 1968. It was featured in the movie The Trouble with Girls in different ways, one being the soundtrack more instrumental, the other being a musical moment performed by Elvis himself just playing the piano and singing. I honestly really love it. The song, but also the movie version. Mostly because if you've seen the movie, his sideburns are two perfect triangles. And that, guys, that, that gives me peace. Three. If you're in old habits, set in your old ways, changes are a common, cause these are changing days. And if your head is in the sand while things are going on, what you need, what you need, what you need is a change of habit. This was once again written by Ben Wiseman and Buddy Kay. And it was recorded by Elvis on March 5th, 1969. It was featured in the movie of the same name. You can tell already that Elvis' voice changed so much. His voice cracks slightly in some points of the song. And the highest he goes is a D instead of his early days when he would arrive to an F sharp. I really like the beginning, when every instrument starts by its own self. Four. Now once it was told to me We're born with the magic key It opens the door to miracles of spring Takes you to wishing wells To ice cream and carousels And yet this magic key Won't unlock a thing Unless you have a happy This is the last song of the LP and it was written again by Ben Wiseman and Buddy Kay, but with the help of Dolores Fuller. And it was recorded on the same day as the previous. It's featured in the movie I was talking about before, in the scene where Elvis, Mary Tyler Moore and Amanda are having fun at the carousel. Elvis is wearing a sweater with the logo U Memphis T with the medicine symbol. Well, I have it too. I stole it from my husband. I, I mean, I mean, what? Anyway, this is the end of the vinyl. Now, 
a little break moment and then I'm going to talk to you about the Elvis week. This is Malena, the publicity host. I would like to do some shout outs to some of the best Elvis accounts that you should follow on Instagram. The first is Pocketful of Elvis, of course. Then we have Danny underscore 9711, who actually isn't an Elvis account, but he posts wonderful covers. Then there are Vintage underscore Elvis, Oh My Presley, Elvis Presley XL, and obviously Elvis. Come back next time for more. Toodles. Mwah. Hey everybody, I hope my sister Malena wasn't so annoying. Okay, now it's time to talk about the Elvis week. Shut up! I said, uh, excuse me guys. Would you mind shutting up for a minute? Thanks. I, I, I told you to shut up. Would, would you mind leaving? What is going on with you? Okay, thank you. Anyway. Alright, so this year, due to the COVID pandemic, there sadly won't be an usual Elvis week with all the ETAs and everything. Yet, there will be two. Those two are online. One is free, hosted by Elvis underscore in underscore letter and company on Instagram. I sadly won't be able to participate, but I have some people who can tell me how it went. The other instead is hosted by the Graceland team. And guess what? You gotta pay the ticket. In my opinion, it's meaningless. Paying a ticket for something online, it doesn't make sense to me. I know that they have to gain money to keep the house going, but still, I know it's just $39, but I don't get it. I won't literally see nothing. Just spend time with Elvis fans. Will I get to see Elvis tomb? No. Will I get to walk on his steps? No. So why do I gotta pay money when I want to get actually nothing back? Uh, okay guys, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, this is just my opinion. But if you guys can join it, please let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening, folks. See you next time.